What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the BJJ Counselor Podcast. I'm your BJJ Counselor, Bakaria Kill. Let's get started. Okay, so today I want to talk about Aikido and BJJ. But first, I want to tell you a story. So I was in my gym and I was wrestling against Jason, one of my good rolling buddies. At the time, he was a white belt and I was able to get him in a wrist lock. After getting a wrist lock, he looked up in surprise and said, we can wrist lock? We can do that? And after that day, I kid you not, he was able to get everyone in wrist locks, regardless of rank, regardless of size, regardless of experience. And the reason he was able to do so was because he had an Aikido background. And I don't think he ever thought about blending the two arts together. So if someone asks me if Aikido is useful and if it works, I would say yes. However, another question was put to me is how could you make Aikido more realistic? How could Aikido be more of a self-defense martial art? And my answer for that is resistance. As a practitioner of BJJ, I've had the opportunity to wrestle against people who are actively trying to stop my aggression and force their will upon me. I've wrestled against men, women, and children of all ages and sizes. They all have their unique tendencies. And, you know, when I tell people that I've wrestled against men, women, and children of all ages and sizes, usually people laugh. However, when dealing with real life and dealing with jiu-jitsu, you have all kinds of people come up to you, all sizes, all, uh, you, know, whether, you know, whether it's a man, a woman, or child, etc. And you don't get to choose often they come up and they ask you do you want to roll and you have to say either yes or no same thing in life so i've grappled with hundreds of different people and i've had thousands of rounds whether it's through brazilian jiu-jitsu or whether it's through boxing or whether it's through judo all of the arts that i just mentioned require people to spar roll or in judo rendori i think in order for aikido to become more effective the practitioners need to resist each other and learn what works and what doesn't work this will help them to realize what is applicable and what is conjecture as with any martial art there are people who can hurt you with what they know you know i don't want anyone to you know uh, a steve seagal type six seven 250 pound guy to say hey aikido works and say you know and twist my arm behind my back you know good luck trying to stop someone of that size and stature regardless of what they know in any situation however in order for aikido to gain more traction i think live sparring should be incorporated as people become good at certain techniques it will sharpen the style of the other students and soon a body of techniques will become the core of what is effective for self-defense or combat with another human being. Now, I did push or receive pushback from my thoughts on this. 
guy Ian mentioned that yes, if you did this Bakari, though uh, the art would be strewn with hyperextended limbs, dislocated joints, and there would be, be very few people that would want to train, and that there is no conjecture about the techniques of Aikido. They're very, very efficient. And I don't disagree with that. However, the question is, what does it work against? Until a person faces an actively resisting opponent, he has no idea what will work against active resistance. It amounts to conjecture. As I mentioned before, boxing, judo, and BJJ has let me know which techniques I'm pretty good at and which ones will fail miserably if I try to use them. Additionally, my rolling or sparring buddies and I learn pretty quickly what are safe and effective ways to train without hurting each other. We don't eye gouge when striking or hit each other in the groin. We pull punches or don't hit as hard as we can to avoid injury. When rolling, we tap or if we're caught in a submission, we don't try to rip people's you know, joints out, uh, out of the socket, even when they're stubborn. So my thing is, if we drill constantly and never try it against an active opponent, actively resisting opponent, that is, we may think the move we pull off flawlessly in class will work against anyone. But in reality, it may be the worst one. And the one that you are worst at may be the most realistic and most effective technique in your arsenal. But unless you try it out on a person off the street, meaning new student, an intermediate or an advanced student, you will never know. It will only be theory and not based off of any real experience. Okay, guys, those are my thoughts on that. Don't forget to check out my other work. I have books such as The Psychology of BJJ, Grappling 101, available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. You can check out my wrestling on Mouthguard Comic, the channel on YouTube, or my channel Mouthguard Comic on Instagram. And you can reach out to me at any time. Thanks for listening, and until next time, peace.